Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Marvel Movie News, do we have our Kate Bishop? Does this mean Young Avengers is coming? Even if it doesn't, we're going to tell you who we want to see in Young Avengers. Plus, an Inhumans reboot? Does anybody want that except me? All of our childhoods are coming to Disney+, and we play a fun little game of Sophie's Choice. If you were trapped on a desert island and could only have one MCU movie to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yes, Marvel Movie News starts now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Yes, good afternoon, our very merry, merry Marvelites. I'm Christian Blatt, joined by the lovely and talented Zia Anderson. Hi, that's me. And we oh. are here. Applause. Hold Zach applause. Wilson, applause. on assignment, deep undercover. Is he behind Hydra enemy lines? We can't reveal that, because mm-hmm. if we did, they'd look for him, and he'd be found out. So let's just say he's not here. I don't know where he is. You'll have to find out. Anyway, thanks so much to uh, everyone who is feverishly waiting for this episode in the live chat. And also, as always, we have to thank our friend Colt Badeau, who is tweeting from the Star Jammer. He was kind enough to uh, tweet something out yesterday, which we'll talk about a little later in the show. We've gotten some great feedback on that. But let's start off with news that's, you know, sort of news. The Mm -hmm. uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. It's not really... They haven't cast her. They... As in, they've offered it to her. She could say no. That would be crazy. Right? But she could. Look, she said yes to Bumblebee. I know. So... By the way, I love that movie. I actually had... That's the Transformers movie I've always wanted. It was great. It 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 was was more fun than any of the other live-action Transformer movies. So, I want her to bring that kind of fun to the Disney Plus Hawkeye series. Yeah. So... I'm excited about the idea, and quiet Newsweek. We're going to run with it for sure. <laughs> it's it's just it's just been offered to her. But look, Variety reported it. So a lot of times, I like to stay away from the rumors that that are things like Phase Five is going to have the Avengers versus the X Men. I'd be like, that'd be awesome. But let me hear it from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, I I, I would pay so much money. They could charge a hundred dollars a ticket, and I would go see Avengers versus X Men. Yes. I don't even care who's on the team. Absolutely. But let me just know that it's really happening. But this Kate Bishop story seems to be at least somewhat reality-based. Zia, your thoughts on Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop? I think it's a great. I think it's great. I really liked her in Bumblebee. I haven't seen her in anything else. I know that Ooh, people. She was good in True Grit. She was very young see, at that I didn't point. See yeah. That. Um, but she. I know that she's like a big up and comer, and people really like her. And yeah. I. And I completely understand why. I think that she would bring. Um, I mean, she played such without meaning to, or maybe with meaning to. She played such kind of a badass in Bumblebee. Oh, and yeah. I think that she could bring a lot to that character um, as Kate Bishop. So I think it's a great idea. I think that having her and uh, Jeremy Renner 
there together yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah. So I, I like this casting. Look, the involvement of Jeremy Renner has been confirmed for the the Hawkeye show. Yes, he and has. Now that he's not busy with his app anymore and he has the time <laughs> to do this the poor Hawkeye. App. I know, I feel bad Trolls for him. Trolls ruin everything. Love that guy. I love Jeremy yeah, he's Renner. So he's nice. so great in everything, yes. right? But anyway, so he's going to be on the Hawkeye show. And I think whomever Kate Bishop is going to be, we're hoping it's Haley Steinfeld at this moment. I, I think that's the way to do it. Like, yeah, you're going to learn from old Hawkeye, how to become the new Hawkeye. So very excited about that. Let us know in the chat. Uh, do we have any naysayers? Um, People who are like, yeah, she's okay, but it should really be. No, you know, I mean, not yet. Maybe now that you've said now that. Now that I've put that in people's heads. Yeah. So far, everybody has um, been saying that they like it. Gamer Girl says she hasn't seen her in anything at all. And she says, yes, I know. I need to fix that. So she I mean, wants good, to watch First her. of all, good for you for not seeing Pitch Perfect. Good for you, Gamer Girl. Was she in Pitch Perfect? Well, I only know that because I was reading about her. Yeah. Oh. And she's like got like some degree of a singing career because wow. of Pitch Perfect. Look at her. So, you know, she could do the theme from Hawkeye. I don't know. Hmm. So that is kind of the news, you know. And oh, it was Senior Nerd says, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, she please. Says, that's... She was everyone's favorite for Kitty Pride, but Kate Bishop, okay, I'm down with it. Yeah, look, she would be a great Kitty Pride. Great Kitty Pride. Uh, I, I think that that's great casting. And for some reason, she's not Kate Bishop, then put her right back on top of the Kitty Pride. Yeah, list. absolutely. Here's the thing we, oh. just, we need to cast somebody as Kitty Pride when it's time. But anyway, what were you going to say? There's one more King's Portal, uh, King's. King Sport Cal, sorry, that was one it word, looks, and it, it was like, like King's Portal. It kind of does, right? But that sounds uh, dirty, so I'm glad it, it wasn't does, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chloe Mortez should play Kate Bishop. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, I assume That's... you mean uh, Hit Girl from the Kickass movies, That's and she was also in the reboot of Carrie. She's great. She is good. Um, oh yeah, I I think and look, she's been in you know action superhero roles in the Kickass movies, but I I don't know. I think uh, I. I think it's a good I, look. Either one of those is is a great choice, uh, but I don't know what is she part of a franchise right now, Ryan? I mean, is there something she that she is my Hollywood crush first and foremost? Oh, um, okay, right. I think she's age she's age appropriate for you. Yes, yeah, she is. If, she's actually a month older than me. Okay, so there you go. See, so see, it's if, okay for if, Ryan. No, if I said that, they would have to kick the doors in and drag me right. away. Like I can't say she, that. The, yeah. the franchises. I mean, Kickass had one and two. Yeah, I don't think that there's, there's going to be a three. Right, no plans on three. Yeah. Not and, after Jim Carrey mm. trashed it in every interview he did. That didn't help, by the way. <laughs> and she, I mean, she also had the Neighbors movies, which I oh, think. Oh yeah, again, she was good in those. Uh, again, I don't think. Uh, I don't think part three is coming. Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. All so right. I, I think she's kind of franchise free right now. Great. Look, so. that she would be a great choice as well. But Langley M. Neely does not see that. He says Mortez is Kate Bishop. I don't see that. I have well, I don't know. She was see. Here's the thing: is when she was Hit Girl, she was much younger. So now she plays a kind of different roles. I think having seen Haley Steinfeld just most recently in in Bumblebee, I don't have I don't have trouble seeing it. I feel like I'm like yeah, because look, she's not going to come in and be Hawkeye right away. She's going to be trained in the ways of Hawkeye, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that whomever it is, they're going to build the story in in kind of a great way, where we're going to get to. We're going to get to see them learn how how they do it. Uh, sort of a, a little bit of a footnote, but they did also announce that the Disney Plus Hawkeye show will have a showrunner named Jonathan Igla, who was a writer on Mad Men and uh, Fox's short-lived show Pitch, which was about a female pitcher in Major League Baseball. So uh, perhaps you didn't catch that one. But, <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. When you look Ooh. at who's running these Disney Plus shows... 
it, it is people who they they have credits, but it's it, they're not like somebody who's already run a show before, you know. Right. And it's kind of the way that Disney slash Marvel picks their directors, at least at this point, you know. It's and been sometimes, working out for them. Mostly. Sometimes it works, and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. You know, I mean the. You know, I mean, Lord and Miller had directed plenty of things, but they weren't the right choice for Solo, at least not in Disney's mind. You know, so you have a, you have a few of those. But I think when you're running these kind of writers rooms, especially for these, as far as we know, these Disney Plus series are going to be limited series. We don't necessarily expect multiple seasons of all of them. I would say that Kate Bishop Hawkeye is the one that lends itself the most to being multiple seasons because you're not asking like Tom Hiddleston to come right. back. You're not. You know, you're not asking Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen to come back. You know, you're not asking Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, you're not getting Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. You're, you're not asking all those. And I'm not saying that Haley Steinfeld isn't a, a big name. She's not as established as some of those names, but also she's one cast member. Right. So you would think Jeremy Renner wouldn't be back. You know, he would just kind of show her the ropes and then he he would be gone. You know, it's like it's like the one episode of Young Indiana Jones that had Harrison Ford in it. It was just one. <laughs> this is all you needed. Because oh, it wasn't called old Indiana Jones. It was called young Indiana Jones. And this is this is called Hawkeye, but she's going to become Hawkeye. And I don't know if you showed the pictures uh, from the comics, uh, Ryan, but that series that Kate Bishop is Hawkeye, it's just called Hawkeye. It's not called Hawkeye parentheses this time. She's a girl. You know, it's yeah. And, and that's a great. That's a great shot of her because she's got the purple on like Hawkeye, but really cool sunglasses. You know, I like the cutouts in her clothes. Right, That's I think it's like, it's a little bit more functional. You right, know? It's, it gives yeah. a little more freedom of movement and some breeze in there. Those those like where they're putting, and I understand why they're doing it because they don't want women to be objectified or whatever. But where they put those women, like poor. Um, uh, Scar- not Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Johansson. Yeah. I always do this, and in my head, Scarlet Johansson, well, and then I think well, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch Hansen. Yeah. Scarlet no, no, Witch I get Hansen. It. Yeah, totally. Um, but that she has to wear the that full like. Well, it looks so hot and, and uncomfortable. My, my and how do you move in that? My understanding too is that at least in some of the films, Scarlett Johansson, they would like sew her into it for when they That's were filming, crazy. and then they would cut it so that she could like take it off at the end of the day. That's so I don't awful. know how she went to the bathroom. No, I that don't. I don't have any answers awful. on that. But yeah, no, no. It, it, it's definitely awful, and I think that uh, look, there's there's a, a lot of reasons why we don't see comic book accurate costumes in these movies. Well, some of people, some of them work, and some of them don't. Yeah, you know. So I, I think when it works, it's great that we get to see it. You know, I I I didn't I never needed to see Danny Rand in the the yellow slippers. I never needed that. You didn't want the yellow slippers? No, but I wanted him to to have the 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 cowl look over his head. Anyway. So, uh, was there, if there's an well, ooh in the chat, you now need to share there, it. This, there's just, now everybody's casting all kinds of other characters, so we have... Are uh, they casting Young Avengers? No, oh, but okay. we will get to that. We will get to that. Uh, Senior Nerd said, the girl who's Sabrina in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix is my pick for Spider-Gwen. So now they're like picking all kinds of other well, stuff. I that's like the other that. thing. That's the other thing about Haley Steinfeld, is that she was Spider-Gwen into the Spider-Verse. She was. She was the voice of Spider-Gwen. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, look, there are look. These are these are all great. These are all great, uh, great possible possible uh, roles for any of these people. Anything else in the chat before we move on to our to us trying to cast some people? Um, no, I think that that's there's some other stuff uh, like up here. More people trying to cast. I mean, more uh, casting, but 
Oh, uh, this one. That's what I wanted to say. I remember. Uh, Langley M. Neely says, I love that these are not multiple seasons. I agree. I kind of like that they're just going to be like one standalone yeah, season. and I think that for now. if they approach it sort of like in the way where after a couple years, they're like, you know what, let's do another season of Hawkeye, you know, another six episodes or whatever. I think that that definitely works, you know? So, um, but yeah, I think that they can go all in on one really good season. Yeah. Because how many shows have you seen that has a great first season? And then it comes back for the second, and you're like, wait, what, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not Marvel shows. That doesn't happen. Well, you know, a little bit it happens sometimes. But, sometimes. Uh, you know, sometimes. Anyway, so what we were wondering is if this was going to mean that, you know, you have Haley Steinfeld, you have a big actress, or, you know, uh, Chloe Grace Moritz is someone you're talking about. That's a big name. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about Sabrina, you're talking about Kieran and Shipka, also from Mad Men. That's, uh, you know, so there's these names that are being thrown around. But if you're thinking Haley Steinfeld, you're thinking like, all right, they're going, look, she's an Academy Award nominated actress for True Grit. So there, there's a certain caliber they're going for. So we thought it would be fun if we tried, Z and I, we tried to cast a Young Avengers movie because. I think that this would be a great way to introduce the Young Avengers. Don't you agree, Zia? Yeah, of course. I think that, I mean, that's the perfect way to introduce them. And I have to feel like before we jump into Young Avengers, I have to uh, preface mine by saying that my Avengers aren't necessarily Young Avengers. They're kind of old Young well, Avengers. the way that I look at this, they're Young Enough Avengers. That's because, good, yeah. you know, in all honesty, they would probably have a mix of like a couple of established younger actors, but it would be mostly unknowns probably. Yeah. But... A lot of like the the young young actors who might be the most age appropriate uh, aren't necessarily on shows that I watch. So maybe some of you who watch a lot of shows on the CW, you probably would ha- look. You just have a different list than I do. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I'm just not familiar with yeah. any young actors. So I was looking it up and I was thinking about stuff, and I realized that everybody that I would cast, the youngest person that I would cast is 27. Everybody else is all in their early 30s. Yeah. Well, they look young. Yeah. No, they do. They look really young. And that look, that's the key. I mean, look. Yeah. You know, I mean, when we've got a, a, a reboot of Beverly Hills 90210 on, when that show started, all those actors were like in their 30s. It just it's the way it goes. Yeah. You know? It's it's fine. So somebody's in their twenties, they're gonna play that they're in their early twenties. It's fine. It's you fine. know. Thank Let's you. just do that. Yeah. I, I so this is just fun. It's a fun exercise. A lot of times in the chat, you as in the people in the chat, you ask us, Well, who would we like for this role? Well, we did it this time. We did it. We actually went and found some actors. Put so some thought into Zia, this. do you have your list in front of you? I have because my list I'm gonna ask you to refer to it. Let's start with the character Hulkling, Hulkling, which that uh, that kind of implies a character very similar to the Hulk, but now, kind of, but not right. Like, exactly, it's a, it's interesting because I thought the same thing. I was it, like, oh, "This is gonna be a little Hulk," but it's not a little Hulk. Right. He he's just he's just got like those abilities. Yeah. He's not like you know Jimmy Banner, like his nephew <laughs> by second marriage. Jimmy or, Banner know. that somehow got hit with gamma rays. Right. Because <laughs> the gamma rays are going around. You know. Yeah. Hey, look. Just because he gave, uh, just because Bruce Banner gave a blood transfusion to his cousin and made She-Hulk doesn't mean he didn't stop giving. Maybe That's he continues true. to give blood. Maybe. Maybe he goes to a blood drive and then there's a bunch of Hulklings <laughs> running around. A little Hulklings He's just not thinking about it, even uh, though he's a scientist. That'd be great. So, uh, talk about this actor who obviously you would, for those watching on YouTube, you'd have to imagine him green. Yeah, you'd have to imagine him green, but he does, and the reason I thought of this guy immediately is because as soon as I looked at the, uh, like the comic drawing of the Hulkling, I was like, oh my god, I, and that guy popped into my head because he looks so much like him. Um, and then I realized his name is William Mosley. I saw him in, the, what I know him from is the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. 
And he he plays one of the uh, oh okay yeah the, one of the brothers right so yeah. in so the I only saw the first one so okay the, the, but that's the one that's the first yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah okay so I've one. seen that yeah yeah but he's in other ones too he's thirty two now but he looks so yeah, young still somehow that like I think it's fine um, and I just think that he he you know got to do that those movies and I would like to see him in some other stuff I think that he would make a good superhero yeah and so far we're not breaking big... we're not breaking the bank with any of these actors no and like, he was a good hero in the Lion the Witch and yeah. the Wardrobe he's very regal. Like he was the good brother, and I think that that's the other one was a little, a little turd. Um, <laughs> All right, <laughs> but he he you know, I think that he'd be great for it. Well, and then let's go down and let's try to cast Miss America, the character also known as America Chavez. Yes, um, and for her, I had to choose, and this is also she immediately jumped into my head is. Oh, I like it. Oh, he was waiting for this. I love it. Look at you. <laughs> That was fun. <laughs> I'm glad you got it there. Yeah. Langley M. Neely in the says he said uh, in the chat says, "Oh, he's really grown." And then in parentheses in uh, quotes, "Young Avengers." Yeah, exactly. I know, the young Avengers. Hey, the younger than Robert Downey Jr. Avengers. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. In yeah. his forties. Yeah. Um, but for Miss America, I chose um, uh, Rosa Salazar. She was Alita Battle Angel. They made her look young as hell in that. She was like a young kid. She was Sorry, amazing. What? Alita Battle Angel. Oh, okay. Alita mm-hmm. Battle Angel. I, yeah. I did not see that, so that's why it didn't register. Oh, okay. I remember that. I remember commercials for that, then that you say. Yeah. She was really, really good, and she's already done a bunch of action. I know she's been in some other stuff, and I think that uh, she she does a great job in action roles, and I would like to see more of that. And she would yeah. also bring a real attitude to the Look, to the I role. think that that's what we're getting to see a lot more of now is that, look, you don't have to get wrestlers and UFC people for your superheroes but you have to have somebody who at least you can cut around and yeah. have look convincing I, I know I'm on the short list of people that like both seasons of Iron Fist but that is the thing that people point about like is too. like what you know if he's supposed to be a master of kung fu not the master of kung fu that's Shang-Chi but mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a master of kung fu it should at least look that way on the screen so I get I, it look when somebody has shown that they have some kind of action Capabilities, you know, they've been in action roles. I think that that helps. And here's the go back to Haley Steinfeld. You know, it's she's not in like a, a a fight scene or anything, but there's a lot of action that she's a part of in Bumblebee. You know, there's just a lot mm-hmm. of it's a very physical a lot of role. running yeah. and jumping so and rolling. I think that that's you know that's more convincing than uh, than possibly some of uh, some of the other stuff out there. Uh, let's talk about Prodigy, who is a character that is actually part of the X Men Xavier Institute, and now in this day and age, doesn't matter. It's fine. You can go ahead and incorporate those into your plans. If this was six months ago, we'd be like, well, can't talk about that. That won't be a new Avenger. So uh, talk a little bit about your choice for Prodigy, which we don't have. Prodigy, <laughs> we have... I, I have chosen... Um, well, we have the picture of the yeah. actor, at least. So uh, I believe this is how you say his name, Keenan Lonsdale. Yes. And for anyone who's a fan of The Flash, you know him from that. He plays Wally West slash The Kid Flash, which I personally love. So mm. I think he would be... Well, he's out. He's 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 a Flash. He's no, I think it's fine. Flash, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I think it's fine. I do think that they are conscious of that sort of thing, though. They are. I don't think it would entirely rule him out. But it is something that they definitely think about. Obviously, uh, after Ryan Reynolds' triumphant turn as Green Lantern, he still managed to stick yes. around as Deadpool. 
Uh, honestly, more damaging to uh, Ryan Reynolds' bona fides for being Deadpool is the first time he played Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. The fact that they still cast him was <laughs> I amazing. I know, but he, who else would it be? I no, think we're all so I easy can't even think to, about it to now. overlook that. So, all right, so that's who we have for Prodigy. Yes. And uh, I wanted to talk about uh, a character named oh. Iron Lad. Now, Iron Lad, I have an actor named Douglas Booth. Ooh, and okay. I whether he's whether he made it into the folder or not, uh, I I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I saw him before, but we can bring up a picture of him. They're out there on the internet. So the thing about Iron Lad that is interesting is there's a character in the Marvel comic book universe that you first meet as Kang the Conqueror from the 30th century, but there's a previous version of him that is known as Immortus. And um, Mortis factors into a really unfortunate storyline with Ms. Marvel and Avengers number 200 that uh, I don't need to talk about now. But it's out there. So, uh, but Iron Lad is an even younger version of him. And that's why I think is the only reason you can get away with calling somebody Lad. Because, like, for, like, the the Titans, there's an Aqualad. And I'm like, really? Like, Lad? Why not just boy or man? You know, Lad is such a strange term. (laughs) But this would be a really important character. And so I thought that, you know, this was this was a this guy made sense. But really, it's it's a character that you would see in multiple iterations because you would see him at some point as Immortus, which is even older than this. And then Kang is sort of like an armored future, future version. And this guy was in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So, you know. There's some physical that's surroundings. That's why he looks familiar. Right, of I course. was trying to figure that that's right, out. That's right. That's right up your alley. Yeah, because that's why you, I watched it. Because you don't like pride, you don't like prejudice, uh-uh. but you love zombies. Exactly. So it's like one out of three. I actually I watched that movie on a plane and I enjoyed it because because it was there and I was like you know what I'm going to check it out and I enjoyed watching it. So okay, cool. So uh, going on in my casting, I'd say this is the best known person. This would be the most expensive, but this is a really important role, and that would be the role of Kid Loki. And that would be Taron Egerton, who a lot of us, of course, know from the Kingsman movies. He was recently Elton John in Rocketman. But I I was trying to think of somebody that has a right screen presence that could be Loki. And you don't want, like, who's Tom Hiddleston Jr.? You know, who's going to play it exactly the same oh, way? Oh, yeah, no. And I think he'd be great. What do you think about Taron Egerton playing Kid Loki? Like, as I a younger Loki? Yeah? I haven't seen him in a, in a lot. I yeah. saw him in person once and gave him some stickers. Um, and that was at Comic-Con. Oh, well, yeah, that yeah. makes a little bit more but, sense. I mean, I'm like, what are you doing giving out com- stickers? No, it wasn't at Comic-Con. It was at a restaurant, but during Comic-Con, like, outside of it. Gotcha. Regardless. Okay. Um, I haven't actually seen him in a lot, but just in real life, he has a presence. It's yeah. interesting. Like, I didn't, somebody had to point him out to me and be like, that's, that's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Also... He could duet with Haley Steinfeld, and you know because we know he can sing Elton John songs. There you so go. if you want to do the musical, uh, the musical number in the middle of Young Avengers that I think nobody's asking for, but I know that our friend Zach, who's not here, would love. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just keeping that in the back of my mind. The Thunder God Kiro seven seven zero says these castings aren't that young at all. Yes, I know, that's no. what we're saying. We, we've talked about that. We talked about that in the beginning. I just and Ivan Soto says thirty year old young Avengers. Yes, I don't know that many young actors at all. So and, I knew my list was going. And old. I felt really confident picking Taron Egerton for a kid 
air quotes for kid right. Loki because Loki's like thousands of years old. So, so there you go. So Taron Egerton is, is still a couple hundred years too young for the part. Okay. And Daniel Drew says, I think one of the Strangers Things kids or other teen actors. The I did think of some of the kids from Strangers Things. I did too, Things. but I thought they were too young. I thought they were too young. That's, also, that, those are actually the first kids I thought. I, I you know, and look, we keep trying to get um, Millie Bobby Brown into the MCU. We've done whole shows about where she Kitty would Pride. be. Well, yeah. See, now that I, now that that idea is in my head, I can't see her as no, anybody I else. No, I already have that. Yeah, we already so have that down. Until somebody else is cast as Kitty Pride, or I guess she's cast as something else. She she's going to stay Kitty Pride in my head. Yes. But uh, let us know in the chat whether you're watching live or you're watching the archive. Yeah, version. give us some younger actors. Some, some younger actors. Tell and, us who and, these people but, are. But also tell us what role you think they would be good yes, for. Yes. You know, uh, don't don't just uh, spurt out the entire cast of Riverdale. By the way, I think everybody on Riverdale's like Riverdale's like in their thirties. They're all every. Yeah. That's the problem. So that's the problem is. Is everybody who's a young actor is actually not that young. I so. did see one in here. I'm going to try to find it so you can just go ahead and keep uh, so going. So I have, a, I have, well, I have one more that's that's my choice, and uh, that's a character named uh, Patriot, and that's uh, Shamik Moore, and I think that it's Him. so. Yeah, honestly, it's if 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 you can also, uh, Ryan, can you uh, dig up a picture? Of Patriot, I know yeah. I didn't send you that. Absolutely. That's on. That's on me, uh, because I want kind of people to see the character. Because look, these are not necessarily the best known, uh, M- well, MCU, but also the best, mar- best known Marvel characters. And yes, I know he's not that young. I get it, uh, <laughs> but I just I felt like he he would be good. And then again, yeah, so he's in the he's in the Wu Tang series that's on Hulu right now. He's Shaw in that. And yes, I know he was Miles Morales and in Into the Spider-Verse. I get those things. But he should be on screen too. And if Haley Steinfeld can be Spider-Gwen and also on screen, then why not Shameik Moore? It's so I think it's different when it's just a voice yeah, versus Yeah, and I think he screen. he would be cool as Patriot. I think that it's just sort of the the right presence on screen. Here uh, is one from Zeno Hour, Kelvin Harrison Jr. as Patriot. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. But so maybe it's a younger actor. Yeah. I don't know if you but have. That, there's the problem is that I'm too old to know any younger actors. That's and, the problem. And, you know, Zia's too busy playing video games to to see who younger actors are. What was that character? That actor's name? Kelvin Moore Jr.? Kelvin, K-E-L-V-I-N, Harrison Jr. Oh, yeah. And he's from something called Luce or Luce. I don't know how you pronounce that. I, I can see him. I don't know this actor, but uh, sure. Does he, he look young? He, he looks younger than uh, most of the people that we've talked about. Okay, good. He was born in 1994. But you know what? That's not actually... That's 20, he's 26. Yeah. So, you know, how young is that? You know, how much older than him is, is Taron Egerton? I'm not going to look it up. I don't want to get too bogged down in this segment anyway. Uh, yeah, so I get it. There's one last character that uh, when I saw it, uh, that's Stature. That's Cassie Lang. Well, we already have Cassie Lang. We have young Cassie Lang, who unfortunately we've said goodbye to. I, mm. I just feel like we're not going to see that actress anymore because she's so. older now. Yeah. So we have Emma Furman, who I love this picture for those watching on YouTube. I could have gotten like her headshot, but this picture with her, with Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly, I'm like, no, this is the one I want. It's her, basically. It's her with the family, you know? And so uh, that I think that uh, I hope that they keep her because now they've built this actress in and you know we've talked a little bit about the fact that we you know look we talked about kitty pride they've had three different actresses play kitty pride and the first two she didn't have any lines but let's just have the consistency i would like to see this uh, cassie lang uh, and uh, as as the character of stature so i hope that they're consistent with that anyway let us know your thoughts on any and all of this. This is just some fun, imaginary casting. This is the stuff we do on Marvel Movie News when yeah. it's a light news week. 
but cast people we'd like to see. Right. Uh, I do have one for yeah. Wiccan. Go ahead. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I thought we said him already. Get I'm so it? sorry. Get it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. you're, you're just trying to get him back, First back into all, your life, First of all, I just want right? to see him back in my life. Yeah. Second of all, he's Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Wiccan, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a it's Come sort of an on. O-brainer. And he looks super young. Just shave that beard. He looks young as heck. Zeno Hour says Taron Egerton. Is it Egerton? Yeah, yeah. It's 29. Yeah, so that's fine. That's he's fine. under 30. He's under 30. Yeah. That's cool. All right, stop giving me grief, everybody. All right, uh, let's uh, move on to something that's not really like a story, but it's an interesting co- uh, point of conversation. So there was a story that was going around uh, that Keanu Reeves is at the center of a battle between Marvel and DC. And we've talked on this very show about who we would like to see Keanu Reeves play in the MCU. And yeah, there's a lot. Well, <laughs> some some of the characters on the list... Uh, Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock, Wolverine, Namor, and Moon Knight. Those mm. are just a few. Those mm-hmm. are like the, that was at the top mm-hmm. of the search, and uh, he would kill it as all of them. Uh, I don't love him for Wolverine. I just I, I, that's too hard for me. Yeah, I, don't I think get Wolverine it. needs to be an yeah, unknown. Yeah, no, no, no. Agree. And any unknown, I'm going to be kind of ready to mm-hmm. take on as Wolverine. But it, it's just I, that one doesn't seem to work for me. But everything else, yes. So I, I think that uh, we want to see him as something in the MCU, but. DC reportedly wants to do a sequel to Constantine, and I think that surprises <gasps> everybody that they want to do a sequel to I Constantine. I liked Constantine. Yeah, I don't sure. care what anyone says. I'm just saying it wasn't a tremendous success. I know. You know? I liked it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? But, and then, so if he does that, though, then does Marvel not want him? And I say, Dad, they're fine. Marvel will be like, we'll take, we'll take somebody. You know? Yeah. I mean, if Henry Cavill wants a role in the MCU, if they, if they think he's right, they're like, it's fine. He's not Superman anymore. Yeah. I know that's not official, but do you see him out there as Superman? So, you know, it's like, it's fine. You know, they, they could take, they could take all the, all the previous Batman and put them in the MCU. So they, they we've already got Michael Keaton. So now they can go ahead and get Val Kilmer. Yeah. They can get George Clooney, <laughs> George Clooney yeah. Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. I would they love get all the previous. To see Christian Bale as, uh, as something. Uh, as any, literally, he is literally anything. So fantastic. If he wanted to play Kitty Pride, I'd be like, well, it's an, it's an unorthodox choice, but I'll I'll, I'll respect it. Let me Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. I want to see it. Like, let's just see what it uh, is. So. Uh, so I don't know. I, I can see Marvel maybe being a little uneasy, but if this Constantine movie happens, he should still have him. What do you think in the chat? Do you think well, that if he does this, that it should prohibit him from being in Marvel movies? What do you think? think what do this chat think? Well, yeah. there's a lot in chat going on right now. I just wanted to quickly... Uh, Ali- Anthony Manzano says here, his casting for Miss America in the MCU is Ali'i Cravalho. I don't know who that is. Sounds Hawaiian to me, so I'm down. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> because as anyone who can see Zia right now on, on YouTube knows, Zia is from Hawaii, obviously. Dola, can you Yeah, I mean, you look at her, obviously she's from Hawaii. And uh, Tony Robbins says, says Sophia Lillis as Kitty Pride. Okay, I know that name, but uh, it's, it's tough to place. So, yeah, when when you suggest these in the chat, just remind us where they're from. Yeah, just give us a quick, just, you that's know, fine. just so but we no, know. But no, I appreciate all the suggestions. Um, but there's a lot, like, G- Gamer Girl says Keanu Reeves as Corvic. Okay, yeah, uh, I think I think that people are excited to have him as a, a little bit more of a recognizable name. That's I, like I don't know, like an Adam Warlock or uh, Namor would be pretty good because Namor, he I wouldn't like. be covered under prosthetics. Yeah, you know? he would basically be like, "What if John Wick could swim? Let's watch." That'd you know? be amazing. <laughs> yeah, then and got- then Moon Knight would be like, "What if 
John Wick was crazy. Wait, what if John Wick was crazier? Was cra- Let's just make him insane and yeah. watch that. Let's see what happens. Um, well, the best thing about that is we've got two back-to-back. Den of Heroes, Keanu Reeves for Moon Knight. No, no, no. Okay, And then fair. literally right after that, Lang Liam Neely says, only one of those that works is Moon Knight. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's the beauty. That's why I, I love, love doing it. this show, because you have such uh, such a wide range of, uh, wide range of opinions. Uh, so you can keep those coming. We'll kind of circle back to that at the end of the show. If you see any uh, good ones, please let us know. Yeah. Uh, another quick one is that there's this story we didn't get to last week. There's this rumor that the Inhumans could eventually get rebooted as part of the MCU, like in a film, but obviously not their own film. And again, I must, there must be something wrong with me because I like these shows that people don't like. I like the Inhumans TV show. I knew it wasn't perfect. In fact, it wasn't great. But there were things that I liked about it. There were some interesting moments in the show. And I love Lockjaw the Teleporting Dog, as everyone knows who's seen me talk about it on the show. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's, there's a wealth to those characters that I wouldn't be surprised if they brought them back. And the thinking was that bringing Kamala Khan in as Ms. Marvel, you could sort of backdoor introduce the concept of Inhumans by having her be an Inhuman. And then the other idea, which we talked about on this show, was, well, what if you introduce mutants by having her be a mutant? So you kind of do it either way, you know? Uh, Zia, I know that you did not watch the Inhumans. No, I did not. But Because I knew you, it was terrible. That's what you heard. But you didn't ask me. You that's asked everybody except true, me. That's true, but and I heard you probably enough. trust everybody else better than me. Of course I do. Yeah, and I right. also saw the, the, you know, the previews for it, and I was like, you know what? Gonna pass. <laughs> I paid to see it in IMAX. That's uh, amazing. The first two episodes they showed in IMAX. Wow. Um, Something special. I probably could have asked for my money back, but I liked it. That was a problem. So what would you think about the idea of, you know, just getting these characters and not having them go to waste just because maybe they did a TV show that didn't work out? Oh, I think that that's perfectly fine to bring them into the MCU. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think that then the MCU could take those characters and actually make a good version of it. Yeah. And I think that um, then you could get, you'd have fun with casting. You could, there's a place for them in the MCU. I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I don't see why. It's not like they're going to get the same actors and do the exact same Wait, show. Well, what if they did? What if they did? Oh, good lord. Well, Anson Mount has already crushed it as Captain Pike on Star Trek Discovery. So I don't know if he's ever going to look back towards the MCU. But he's a great actor, so maybe he will. He's a good actor. Uh, so let us know what you think in the chat. I know that some of you in the chat definitely don't want to see the Inhumans. You know, maybe they need to, like, be put in time out for, like, a decade or something. I get it mm-hmm. if you feel that way. All right. So... That is kind of the news part of this Marvel movie news. I wanted to get to a a fun topic. We have one last thing for TV time, but we do have a fun topic here. And this is our Desert Island MCU movie. And I thought about this. It's probably more appropriate to call this like a Sophie's Choice. Because when you call it Desert Island, usually you get to do a list of like, if you were trapped on a desert island and you could bring only five movies or five books or five albums, what would they be? Well, I said, what if you were trapped on a desert island and you could bring one, (laughs) count to them, one MCU movie and you could watch as many times as you want for the rest of your life. But it's the only movie you have, no bonus features, and to our uh, absent this week friend, Zach Wilson, no, Infinity War and Endgame are not one movie. That is almost six hours of movie. It does not count as one. So uh, it's only so you can only get one movie, 
And I decided that uh, end credit scenes do count because it's part of the movie. It's part of the movie. So you at least get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since Zach isn't here, I'll give his first. His was Avengers, the first Avengers. And I'm nice. like, you know what? You can't fault that choice. That's it's got everybody one. working together. It's a great story. It's so fun to watch them together. And it has what might be my favorite end credit scene where they're just eating the shawarma finally. I do kind of <laughs> love that, you know. Um, it's something nice. Yeah, so that was his choice. And we got great feedback on this in Twitter uh, from Twitter. So uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But if you're if you're just watching live now in the chat or you're watching the archive version, tell us what is your one, and it's only one. It can't be a three-way tie. It can only be one movie that you one. would watch forever. Zia, one. what is yours? Mine's Civil War. Oh, God, doggone it. I, is that, is <laughs> because that, that's is mine. That but you go ahead and yours? explain why it's yours. Because it's just so good. Yeah. It has everything. It's great. I know what's your well, reason. Well, you know what my reason yeah, is. Which, yeah, which, so I'm going to let you go ahead and say that. But well, I just, we'll just talk about it together. Go ahead. So my reason is all the things that you're about to say. Yes. But it also has Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So it's like, it's a great, it's an Avengers movie that's not an Avengers movie. Honestly, that should have been Avengers 2. Age of Ultron, I don't hate it like some people did. But... Civil War is so much better. That should have just been our second Avengers movie. Just jump right to it. No. But it had Spider-Man 2. And it also had Black Panther. So it's like, it's got everything. It's got everything. So, but for your point of view, why did you choose it? Because it's just so good. It's my my favorite one. It was just so well done. It's always been my favorite Marvel movie. So why would I pick something that's not my favorite there are right. plenty of other ones that i that i love that's also gamer girl's choice she did, says that we think alike because we did do. you um did you think of choosing your favorite uh thor dark world i did that was like no i'm just kidding well i thought um, for a second of picking it because it's like oh i don't like it now so i'll just have to watch it so many times that i'll have to like it because it's the only entertainment i'll have because it's the only thing yeah. you've got um yeah. no i just <laughs> The see Thor Dark World's the one where I'm not like, oh my god, this movie's amazing, and I no, want to watch just, it. A whole you just bunch. happened to like it. I just yeah. liked it. I just uh, people crapped all over it, and I I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. I went in. I left. I liked it better than Captain Marvel, and I know people are going to get mad at me for that. But sorry, um, there's a lot of good choices in here. I'm in the chat, the, I'm putting the tweets up. Yeah, real so quick we've while got all the tweets right now. Yeah. And actually, yeah, Ryan, if you could uh, zoom into them, uh, it'll help a little bit. Yeah, you got it. Uh, that way everybody watching on YouTube can see. So we got such great feedback on this, and uh, thanks again to uh, Colt Bedeau for getting that out there. A lot uh, of Civil Wars. A lot of Civil War. I think that... Uh, great. It's so good. Like, just you think about the, the story between, uh, you, between Tony and Steve. Mm-hmm. Like, just that conflict between these guys who it's like, oh, but if you work together, just think about what you'd be able to accomplish. Just the stakes of that movie. You know, everything across the board. And the villain. And, the and villain the, yes. is yeah. incredible in this movie. No, it's it's true. I mean, and the the airport sequence alone, if you told me I could only watch the airport sequence, I'd be like, well, that's not fair, mm-hmm. but okay. Fine, sure. I'll just watch I got it. it. Yeah. That's like number one. I think that's number one of my favorite fight scenes. Yeah, I mean it's it, it it's it, it's true. Yeah, oh, that's a that's a future topic, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite fight scene. Well, we can pick more than one of that one. We'll pick a few. We can pick a but, like, top five. Uh, what are some other ones in the chat that you're seeing? We'll go through uh, Twitter in a moment. Um, there's been some really good ones. Uh, obviously, Gamer Girl says that she wants. Um, uh, Civil War as well. Yeah. Ivan Soto says Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Sure. Um, it's so fun. I get that. Yeah. Take your mind off of the fact that you're stuck on this island. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> Why not watch a fun movie? Exactly. And look, and it's like you don't have to, uh, you don't have to do like a, a list of like, uh, I was going to say CDs because I'm old. But like you have all that music with you too if yeah. you have Guardians. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like a two-in-one. I get that. That's actually a good choice. Yeah. yeah. Langley M. Neely says Avengers 1. Uh 
Big J21 says Logan. That's a good one. Okay, I mean, that's technically not an MCU movie, but I'm going to allow it because it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah. yeah look, if anybody, look, and, you know, look, you're the one on the island with it. If you want to bring X-Men 2 or you want to bring the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, go ahead, bring it. You do it. It's fine. But I just feel like, you know, picking one of these MCU uh, would be would be the way to go. Uh, now, some of the ones that we got to see on Twitter, yes. I'm going to go to the top of the thread because some of these are really funny. So uh, Mark Davison, who's on Twitter at the author 18, he said, uh, whichever one gives ScarJo's butt the most screen time, <laughs> which is a shame because it's probably Winter Soldier. But. Then right below that, Chris Logel says Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is a lot of people's favorite. It's a great I, one. I also. love Winter Soldier. Yes. It's I it's but Civil it's, War, it's Winter my, Soldier. It's my third favorite Captain America movie because Captain America First Avenger overall is my first favorite movie. It's a good choice. But I'm not bringing it on the island because it's just got Cap in it. I know it's got Bucky too. But and it's got Tommy Lee Jones. There in. But still I'm I'm gonna bring uh, I'm gonna bring Civil War. Uh, let's see, and then you know, we have one. Uh, 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 Dan Dupree said Guardians of the Galaxy because I would need a lot of la- laughter to say stay sane on the island. Easy for me to say. Let's get you so laughing. that was one. Yeah. Um, so I want to make sure I've got these tweets from the from the right place. Uh, Jack Kidd also says the first Avengers, just like uh, Zach did. Uh, Daniel Drew, Ragnarok. He says Ragnarok or Homecoming. I'm only going to take your first one. Ragnarok. Yeah, because it's fun. Ragnarok There's so many good fun. laughs. Yeah. Great, also great music. You get some Led Zeppelin. Yep. You get the same Led Zeppelin yep, song yep. a couple times. That's great. Uh, Ashley Houchins, another one for Ragnarok. And yeah, uh, Tone 3000, Big Tone 3000 kind of breaks it down. As much as I love Endgame and Infinity War, if I could watch one on repeat, it would have to be Civil War. Yeah. Look, I don't know. In, in some ways, Endgame and Infinity War are, are better. In some ways. But rewatchability stuck for the rest of my life watching it. I definitely want Civil War over over one of those, for sure. Yep, I agree. And so many Civil Wars, so many many Winter Soldiers, a lot of Ragnaroks. I'm just uh, trying to find you know any sort of different ones. Uh, we've have, heard a couple of Guardians of the Galaxy. What do you have in the in the chat, Zia? One here, it's really funny. Actually, I love it. Charles Lee says, "My choice is the first Iron Man since it would inspire me to build something to leave the island." That's a great idea, right? Yeah, don't uh, don't bring the f- complete first season of Gilligan's Island because otherwise you'll try and build stuff and then some idiot's going to make it so you never leave. <laughs> uh, Michael Davis on Twitter. Uh, he says first Avenger because he's a sucker for a good love story and one of my favorite roles for Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is great. See, I just referenced him. Uh, and then we, I've got one for the first Iron Man from uh, Paolo Romero. Okay. So we're getting to see of some those. of these. Yeah. Uh, even well, and then there's something. Yeah. So Casey Jacks makes a point. Even though Endgame is pretty long, there's nothing I love more than seeing all my favorite characters in one epic fight scene that changed my life. I would definitely have that on repeat. I just emotionally wouldn't be able to handle end, end game because I'm stuck on this island already. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't think that I'm able to, you know, I need to have a little bit more fun than that. So those are those are some of the great answers. But here's the thing. We can continue this conversation. Yes. There's so and, many good answers in the chat and, that and, I don't and, have time and, to get to. Yeah. And so <gasps> if, if we see any in, in weeks ahead, we'll just kind of jump in. I have one final item for uh, Marvel TV time. And that was the announcement that Disney Plus is going to have an extensive archive of animated Marvel products, including 
X-Men the Animated Series from 1992. Yes! That's kind of all they need. Yes! But they also have 90s Spider-Man. Also they amazing. Ha- which is also a great so show. So great. And they also have 90s Silver Surfer, uh, which I actually didn't watch. I didn't watch that either. So I'm like, I want to see that for the first time. Heck yes. And the, the 90s Fantastic Four. They also have uh, 1981 Spider-Man. And for me, my personal favorite, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, which I'll have you know. Just watched my first episode with my four-year-old son, Felix. And um, I think he's uh, he's going to be all right. I think he might be a Spidey fan now. It had the beetle in it. And Iceman, Omega-level mutant Iceman was in that. Uh, so anyway, so when that comes, you're going to get all of these shows. And I don't think they have the rights to everything. Like, we've talked about how there was, a, there was an MTV Spider-Man series. I don't think they have that. I don't think they have the classic 60s Spider-Man. But give them time. They'll figure well, out a way to get they'll all get They'll get everything. Yeah, don't worry you know, about like, it. Who do, we, do we have to buy MTV? Fine, we'll buy MTV. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, that's exciting news for everybody uh, who is going to have Disney+. Plus. Like me, who pre-purchased it for three years. And uh, I, look, it's like getting a year free. I had to do it. I don't have any money, but I, I, I can at least be forward thinking <laughs> for the future. Anyway, this was a fun conversation. And we hope that everybody enjoyed sharing their Desert Island MCU movies. Zia, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. Also Facebook at Zia Landerson. I have another show where I get to talk about nerdy stuff and life stuff. If you want like Zia unfiltered a little bit more besides the black cast, you can check me out on It's Eric Nagel. That's uh, on Spotify, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, anywhere you find that sort of and stuff. And you promote that all the time. But Eric Nagel was the producer of Opie and Anthony. Yes, he So was. a lot of people do know who he is. Yes. They just forget that his nickname was E-Rock. Was E-Rock. And uh, speaking of Blackcast, uh, Zia was my special guest this week on an all-new Blackcast, which yeah. you can find at blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. You can find both of us back here next week, because Zach will still be on assignment. But we'll be back next Thursday at 1 Pacific for another very fun Marvel movie news. But until then, as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners of the network.